Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Champions. Man, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here marveling over the good news. I mean, 
basketball teams and planes and new businesses. Glenn, that was a great segue for, man, I love how we just transition without no discussion on this show. It just speaks to the synergy uh, because this morning I'm talking about focusing on good news. Wow. Focusing on good news. I am TM Hyman. And before we get into it, just want to go ahead and reset uh, the room. Welcome, everyone. You are in tune to the Breakfast of Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And man, I mean, this is your opportunity to get a seat at the table. You've had a seat all year long. And it's time to take action. I'm so excited about the new Rise and Grind. I mean, we're here every morning starting at 5 a.m. to bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, as well as Saturdays starting at 6 a.m. and Sunday, of course, with Club 111. We have some big, exciting news, and we just shared it with you, right? Come, it's a new show, new format, new platform starting January the 3rd. We're creating it all for you uh, for the year ahead, and we're excited about it. So you'll want you'll want to be sure to follow us so that you don't miss anything you don't want to miss anything my friends because there's a lot going on as we prepare for 2022 head over to instagram and follow breakfast with champions club breakfast with champions club and you will know exactly what we're up to moment after moment right and you don't want to be out of the loop good morning we are focused on good news good news i am tm hyman uh business leader sales leader mentor, coach, help entrepreneurs and leaders close gaps by integrating business, faith, and leadership. Those are my pillars. And today, I really want to focus on good news. We're so inundated by negativity. And the holidays is an extremely uh, interesting time because seasonally, uh, many of us are reflecting, although it's joyous uh, for many uh, reasons, you know, it, it's still an interesting time because we reflect. We reflect on family members that are no longer here. Um, we, we're reflecting on the, the past year, the future, and, and it's not as bright uh, for some as it is for others, right? But I love how we just kicked off this conversation. Um, come on. Who has ever been a part of a discussion where a basketball team was purchased. Like we, we are a part of the discussion and congratulations um, on that purchase, that's phenomenal. Who has ever been a part of a discussion where airplanes are being purchased? Well, we hear about planes a lot in this room, which is very motivating, but Brian Binstock, congratulations, man, because I remember when you were like, nah, I'll, I'll never buy, buy a plane. What do I need that for? And so, man, listen, it's an example of how all of us have been stretched all of us have grown this year, right? And this is motivation for us to take action. The world is full of bad news and how you handle it is critical for your state of mind. I believe it's critical for your state of mind. For many, the situation is simply to avoid, but avoiding is not the answer. There are plenty of people who decide like not to watch the news, right? You don't read the newspaper. Front page is always negative, right? There's nothing on the news but bad news. And your way of avoiding it and trying to prevent negativity, right? It's creating fear in you. By avoiding it, you're not dealing with it, right? But it's creating fear in some instances. On the surface, it doesn't really seem like that's it, on the surface, it seems like that's the ideal situation to just turn the television off, right? To just close the newspaper. But part of that is you're getting cut off from what's happening in the world. 
I mean, that, that there's implications for not paying attention, right, to what's going on in the world outside of your local news. Because local news is, is, is really interesting these days. Like, it's filled with negativity. The positive side to bad news and events, though, is that it's confronting what the reality is, and it's helping to develop some compassion for most of us, right, and the sense of what is right and what is wrong. So there's, it's not all bad news, because some of us really look at it as like, oh, man, right, Th that's not right, because we have core values. What, what are your core values? And you have to stand firm on your core values. Again, the, the positive side, it's not an oxymoron, right? There's a positive side to bad news because it helps us to confront what is right, what is wrong, and it helps us to develop some compassion, right? You might even resolve to make the world a better place through doing something positive that counters the bad news. And that's what I wanna challenge us this week, to challenge the bad news. What I did, in partnership, you know, to some, some, I'm not going to say it was bad news, but, you know, feedback, right, that people were sharing around money, um, you know, people talked about being fearful. So to counter that, right, we did something positive. We pulled together an event that helped to deal with that, address, kind of get any kind of fear out of there, any kind of confusion, anything you're uncomfortable with, get it out of there. One of the things that we can do every day in an effort to combat negativity and negative news is to do something positive. Your big challenge is to avoid letting the negativity get you down, depress you, or lower your energy levels because that's what negativity does for me. That's what negative people do for me, right? That they bring my energy down and I love to stay on a high frequency. So when I feel people's energy or the conversations are bringing me down, I kind of step in, right? I remove myself or I remove them from my space because high energy coupled with low energy is gonna bring me to like a medium level energy. And, and no, no, I wanna control my space and you can control your space. The biggest challenge to avoid letting the negativity get you down, depress you and lower your energy levels a constant barrage of external negativity can stop you believing in your dreams and in your goals and make you feel like, listen, I don't even deserve to achieve them. You know, look at what's happening over there. You start comparing yourself to, to bad news and negative images that you see. And you're like, man, I mean, I'm, am I doing too much? Of course not. You need to keep dreaming, keep aiming, right? And know that you deserve the very best regardless of what you're experiencing with bad news or a bad event or a bad situation. Never allow bad news to be an excuse to stop you from seeking a successful life and feeling as if you do not deserve a great life. We all deserve a great life. We all deserve a successful life. We all do. Do you believe it? If you believe it, flash your mic. Flash your mic if you believe that we all deserve a great life and a successful life. Absolutely. Never allow bad news to be an excuse to stop you from seeking a successful life. Bad news sells. Bad news sells because ultimately there is a function in our brain that's always seeking something to fear. Right? It's the uh, amygdala. The amygdala. 
the amygdala within our brains is responsible for emotions, moods, and other functions that relate to depression and anxiety. There's a function in our brain that's seeking to fear, tied to subconscious, right? It's the amygdala. You're like, what is that? It's A-M-Y. It's a real word. G-D-A-L-A. Amygdala. That's how it's pronounced. And it's truly responsible for the emotions, moods, and other functions in our brain. So sometimes we, we have that up and down, up and down feeling. We don't know what's happening. It's, it's really a function of the brain that we have to control. We have to control it. How do we control it? Take action. Help yourself to stay positive. You've got to tilt your balance towards positive news. Tilt the balance. You control it. Reject positivity. Reject. Reject, excuse me, negativity. Reject negative people in your space at all times. For every piece of bad news that consumes you, try to find at least one piece of good news that counterbalances it. I'm so serious. Like, this is what I do on a constant basis. Like, I'm, I'm a positive person in general. So when I'm shot, you know, with some crossfire of negativity, right, if I can't duck and miss the bullet, then I have to counter that with, with something positive, and you can too. There are many websites focused on sharing positive news. One for me I go to all the time, and, and jot this down, goodnewsnetwork.org. Goodnewsnetwork.org. I was on the website even this morning, and, and a quote, I, I love this quote because it was in alignment with my message this morning, a quote from Earl Warren on goodnews.org. Uh, I always turn to the sports page first. I always turn to the sports page first. It records people's accomplishments. The front page, nothing but man's failure. That's a quote from Earl Warren. That's the quote of the day from goodnews.com. You can, goodnews.org, the goodnewsnetwork.org, excuse me. The another one website that I, I don't go to as much, but I've gone to it. And I did go to it this morning in preparation for um, this session. And it's HuffingtonPost.com slash good-news. HuffingtonPost.com, good slash news. It, it can be fun to read these sites, but these are tools you can use to seek out positive information. And there's so many other tools. What am I talking about? I'm talking about focusing on good news. Life will always come with circumstances life will continue to happen good bad or indifferent and our amygdala is always seeking something to fear something to fear so you have to counter that on a daily basis you have to fight it on a daily basis one thing about fear and i i was in my devotional this morning and the devotional was saying just breathe just breathe um, and it was talking about breathing like a runner, like, like a runner runs. And um, when I was thinking about running, I run five o'clock in the morning. And a lot of people are like, how can you be out there in the dark like that? Right. Um, aren't you scared? Aren't you fearful? Be careful. And, you know, for, for a minute, like I started to like get worried. Like, should I be concerned? about running at five o'clock in the morning. And the reality is no, because God is with me. I, I was uh, allowing people to project their fear on me, right? Uh, because they're scared to be in the dark, 
right? They wanted me to be scared to be in the dark. I reject that because the one thing that I know is that, listen, God doesn't operate in the spirit of fear. Okay. Second Timothy tells us that God operates and, and he, he gives us what power, love, and a sound mind. He doesn't give us the spirit of fear. So everybody in this room, if you ever are experiencing fear, the one thing you should know, you should know God is not in that environment where there's fear because God gives us power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. So, hey, TM. Yes, Can I jump in for one second? Because you just said something I love so much. Please do. You said that you weren't afraid to run until people started saying to you, be careful. Be careful. And I heard someone on a clubhouse stage once say to parents specifically, before your child does something, the difference between telling them to be careful or um, be fearless, be brave, be enjoy, like how, like we don't even realize. And so it just struck me that as an adult, you wanted to go out for a run, people told you to be careful. And that's what made you say, oh, wait, is this something I shouldn't be doing? And you had to talk yourself back out of it. And it reminded me of that and how powerful that was for me, like what it means to everyone in our life, listen, if you children or adult, whether we say to them, like the difference between if people said to you, enjoy your run versus be careful, like how we can shape other people's realities. So I just had to jump in on that. I'm loving this segment so much. Oh, no, listen, that, that language is everything. Language, the language we use is everything. I can remember Alexander um, yesterday sharing about his grandmother, right? And, and how, and it's not just his grandmother. I think it's it was many of our grandmothers, right? Because it's a reflex. When people are concerned, when they love you, right? They don't really think about the language and the impact. Right. They always want to go with the negative first because it's a reflex to be negative. But I totally agree. Right. Enjoy your run. Right. Be safe out there. <laughs> it would be, a, you know, it's you have to process it for yourself. Thank you so much for that. That ad, Sarah, D don't be an ostrich and stick your head in the sand. Right. I mean, I think. People think they are avoiding negativity by by turning the television off, by closing, you know, the newspaper, by, you know, pulling the blinds down in the house. Listen, don't put your head in the sand like the ostrich, but give yourself daily evidence that there are good things happening in the world, too. Right. I mean, we just heard it at the opening of this show. There are good things happening in the world. And this is what I'll encourage you in 2022. If you get frustrated about other people's wins you need to check yourself because that means you got a little hate in you. you you're a little hater. You're a little hater. And listen, you, you can't succeed being a hater, right? If you got frustrated when you heard Brian Benstock talk about that plane, you need to check yourself because we should be excited for other people's wins. No one will ever be excited for you if you aren't excited for other people when they win, period. I'm just telling you law. You can't escape it. Don't be a little hater. Celebrate other people's wins. And and that keeps you at a high frequency. <laughs> Hating is a low frequency thing to do. So you don't operate on a low frequency. You operate high frequency all the time. Do you know about world events? Do you know what's happening in Kenya? Do, do you know what's happening in Uganda? Thank God we know what's happening in Uganda. We're helping young people in Uganda. Right. Because we're tapped in. We're tapped in in the midst of all the negativity in the world. 
we are not only tapped into positivity, but we're creating positivity here with the Breakfast of Champions. Do you know what's happening in your town, right? Don't dwell on the negative stories that, you know, the news point out because the news makes money off of fear. But despite what the news actually thinks, right, we, we don't buy into it. We don't necessarily like it. Stories that point out, you know, fear, get you upset, have you to become cynical and, and unable to positively focus on what you need to do. So, again, we have to counterbalance negative energy with positive energy, positive news, because what are we doing? We're focused on good news in 2022. We're focused on good news. How can you control the environment? How can you control negativity versus positivity? Listen, change the conversation. I change the conversation all the time. And there's a way to do it without being, you know, indignant or disrespectful or coming off like an a-hole, right? I mean, it's easy. TM, Brian, Brian. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I don't want to interrupt, but I want to jump in and just underline it. The Go day the day after Christmas, there was, you know, uh, the New York Post online had seven stories and each one of them was, you know, uh, somebody's house burned down during Christmas, a Christmas tree, this, each story was negative. And I said to my wife, I mean, and the, the, what they didn't report is the 349 million Americans who had a fantastic time with their families on this day. They, they didn't report those stories. All they could come up with was these, you know, the six or so uh, tragic stories that were, were that, that were all over the cover of this digital uh, newspaper, and I'm just like you know, I just tune that stuff out because it's it, it like you said, it does sell. They don't want to hear about Glenn Lundy and his eight kids having blessings during Christmas. And ah, they don't want to say they want to talk about the one family, the dysfunctional family, someplace that had a horrible uh, uh, Christmas, and that's that's sad. Very much so, but it sells, Brian. It sells. If it didn't sell, right, they, they would change the narrative. And unfortunately, we, we as Americans specifically, I think it's a human thing, right? Maybe not just an American thing, but we love drama. We love drama. And, you know, and, and in turn, right, if, if we didn't love it, they wouldn't produce it. So we kind of drive, you know, the headlines a little bit, folks. You know, we, we kind of drive that. But absolutely, I agree. Listen, it's easy for conversations to become stuck and, you know, depressing and upsetting, right, with the topics that we're dealing with today. I mean, particularly when you're looming, you know, when you are looking at, you know, what's looming in the media. He just said it, right? I mean, newspapers and, and Fox News and, you know, all of these. And I'm not going to bash Fox News, right, because it's all news stations. I mean, th there's negativity on all news stations, but we have to control it. We have to change the narrative. But the one thing I want to call out is don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. Don't be afraid to be the one that moves things on. Say, listen, I'm just going to give you some specific quotes that I use myself. It, isn't that enough depressing discussion about yada, yada, yada? Isn't that enough depressing discussion? Like, right? Or what about discussing yada, yada? Or I think we've analyze this topic to death right can we move on those three if someone is bold enough has enough courage to just put that out people will transition to something different so number one isn't that enough of depressing discussion about this 
Because sometimes we don't know how to move the conversation forward. Like keyword depressing. Can we move on from this discussion? Because for me, listen, COVID is a depressing conversation. I know we love these COVID rooms, you know, on Clubhouse. But listen, you don't see me in these COVID rooms because it is a depressing conversation, right? And I can't tell, you know, folks to move on. So I just leave quietly, right? What about discussing, recommend something that you want to talk about? What about discussing cars? What about discussing sports? What about discussing, right, where we're traveling next year, right? What about discussing our financial goals? There's a lot to discuss. You can move the conversation forward simply by inserting yourself. Change the conversation, right? Last one. I think we've analyzed this topic to death, right? That statement says, okay, we've had enough. Someone just needs to be bold enough to change the narrative. <laughs> what other interesting things have been happening, right? I mean, you can ask that question. It will probably come as a relief <laughs> to those around you, right? That someone had enough courage to change the topic. In spite of what the news publishers and TV news editors think, most people do not enjoy focusing on negative or bad news. Negative or bad news. And again, it, it makes many of us fearful. Makes many of us fearful. And, and we're already dealing with fear. You know, talked about fear months ago. Talked about fear months ago, and all of us are dealing with some type of fear that's holding us back in some way, shape, or form. There's the fear of the unknown. There's the fear of making a mistake. There's the fear of criticism. There's the fear of failure. There's the fear of abandonment. There's the fear of not being popular. Like, all of us have at least one of those fears, whether you admit it or not, right? Whether it's conscious or not. But you want to change the narrative. Focus on good news, right? Help yourself to stay positive. I gave you two resources that you can use to focus on the good. That's goodnewsnetwork.org. Goodnewsnetwork.org. And Huffington Post, you know, backslash good-news. Things to keep your mind fixed and focused. My devotional this morning um, came out of Acts 2024. Acts 2024. And, and it read, my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned to me by God or assigned to me by the Lord Jesus is, is the actual quote. Acts 2024. My life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. Acts 2024. That's the case for all of us. All of us should feel that way, right? Because we all have an assignment. Do you understand your assignment? Do you understand your assignment? We all are on assignment. Glenn clearly understands his assignment. Clearly. Do you understand your assignment? Let me read to you um, my devotional this morning because uh, it, it, it really helped me as my devotionals do every morning, right? Perspective, perspective. It, it reads, just breathe. Dear one, all runners require enough breath to stay in the race set before them. I am the breath of life. I will give you the endurance to run your race until the end. You breathe in and out each day without conscious thought. 
That's trust. I desire the same trust as you run the course I've established for you. Trust in my ability to help you live this life well and to complete the work I have begun in you. Trust in my grace to guide you through temptation, fear, and doubt. He said, trust in my grace to guide you through temptation, fear, and doubt as you run your race. Invigorated with my love and grace, others will be encouraged to run their race. He said, as you run your race, invigorated with my love and grace, others will be encouraged to run their race. Breathe in my strength, breathe out fear. Breathe in my strength, breathe out fear. I loved that when I read it this morning. Keep your eyes on me and head for the finish. Your prize is waiting. Is that not freaking encouraging right there? I was so encouraged this morning. So encouraged this morning. And, and so the idea of good news was the message that I wanted to share. Because fear dominates us in such a major way. As we were in Summit this week, and we focused on shifting our mindset for generational impact, right? It was a two-day summit focused on financial development, but it was a different kind of financial development summit, right? We had like so many greats, so many successful people. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. People to come in and not talk about what we normally hear. They talked about the path. They shared their personal stories, right? About how they came from the bottom and got to the top. And a lot of it was self-focus, discipline, hard work, right? And much of it is still focus, discipline, hard work, right? I mean, David talked about, man, a, a poverty mindset. Scott talked about a poverty mindset and how we have to acknowledge where we are and then make a decision about where we want to go. And we have to fight like hell to get there. And I think many think that once people re reach a certain level financially that, you know, there are no more problems and that's far from the truth, right? Uh, David Hill explained that it's a fight for him every day, every day. And the one thing I'll call out, because we heard so many dynamic stories, but D David Hill's story was just very different. D David came uh, from a completely different, um, I think, viewpoint in sharing his, his. So it was such a powerful and sensitive story to me. But the one thing that he said was David shared that he's written two $25,000 checks. Um, two $25,000 checks for personal coaching. But prior to telling us that, he said that he struggled with a scarcity mindset. And he's able to write those $25,000 checks in an effort to fight that scarcity mindset. 
right? Because regardless of how much money you have, if you aren't shifting your mindset every day, focused on the positive every day, you can always fall back. Why? Why? Because the amygdala is always searching for something to fear. It's always searching for something to fear. That's the subconscious going back and forth. So I love the fact that, you know, David still having the ability to have a mindset that he understands is not the mindset that he needs to have. He challenges himself by going above and beyond. That was a tactic for me. It's a hack. It's how he's hacking his scarcity mindset, right? So that it does not surface. And so I ask you, how are you hacking that, that, that mindset, right, that you know needs to be altered? You have to do something big. You have to shock yourself. For David, it was writing a $25,000 check, right? He said he wrote one to Grant, and then he turned around and wrote one to someone else for personal coaching. And we know David Hill is one of the best personal coaches on this app. What are you doing to fight against your fear? Whether it's a fear of the unknown or fear of making a mistake or fear of criticism or fear of the, being abandoned, right? I mean, there's a fear of abandonment because many of us experience that as a child, right? Much of what we do as adults stem from our childhood. You have to go back, dig deep, and know that God gives us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. My prayer for all of us this morning, my prayer for all of us this morning is, Father, please help us to keep our eyes on finishing. Keep our eyes on the finish line, right? We are committed to completing our assignment. We're committed to completing our assignment. I am committed to completing my assignment. Are you committed? Are you committed? Are you committed? Are you committed? Focus on the good news. It's easy to get caught up in all of the negativity and the bad news. We heard some good news this morning. Celebrate other people's good news. Focus on good news and, and better yet, create some good news. Create some good news. I want to yield uh, to allow people to share please sh share some of your good news maybe this has stimulated others to want hey, to share more um, ATM go for it ATM Steven yeah man <clears throat> this is my this is my jam right here um, you know I just this is this is incredible I uh, you're talking about fear you're talking about the amygdala I mean I'm I'm seriously so deep into this right now it's incredible that you you touched on this I was like oh TM you're you're working on the same thing and I wanted to talk about the amygdala how how you said about fear and bad situations and stuff. First of all, I have a, I have a practice that I, that I would highly suggest for people. Everyone knows Steven Seagal, right? I'm pretty sure. He has a, a martial arts technique called Aikido. And Aikido uses the energy of the other person to bring them away from you. So basically, when they come at you with the energy, you do one, two moves, you address the fear, you don't ignore it, right? You address the fear and you direct it in another direction away from you so you don't get hurt, you don't get affected. And I do this with every situation that's negative. So I, f I feel it, or if someone talks to me bad, or I'm having an argument, which I never have, but when I'm, if someone's negative towards me, I'll take that energy and I will Aikido the heck out of it and it'll direct it away from me. That's number one. Number two is the amygdala can be trained to see the positive in the negative. Um, and it's a true fear crusher, so you're ready for this. 
if you have a situation where you are in a situation like that, the Aikido worked a little bit, but you're still there, you have to say the following things. And I'm telling you, man, this freaking works, right? So if it's say, it's, it's say for instance, Ramon insulted me or whatever, and this, which he would never do. He's a buddy, but I just, to, to use a name, let, let me just so use Joe, whoever Joe is. I would say I'm not against Joe's aggression. I'm not against nothing and I'm against no one. And then you gotta ask the question, you know why this is a good thing? And the reason you're asking the question is because your amygdala then searches for a good thing. Now, if I would say a mantra, I am not mad at, you know, Joe, I am not mad at Joe. I'm trying to tell the amygdala what to do and that doesn't work. So when you have an open question, the amygdala starts searching for the positive. And when you do this over and over and over, you're going to find out that, hey, wait a second, it's almost automated that I'm seeing the good in the bad, the good inside the bad. So you say, uh, you got you have to create good meaning and you say i'm not against joe's failure i'm not against nothing and i'm against no one and you know why this is a good thing it's good because joe now sees where the truth lies and i have the power back in me that's why this is a good thing and then you move on and there's so much more to do with it. it's 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 incredible you're talking about this you know um and and when you believe that you're you're making it work believe leaves room for failure because you're not fully being so Wanting something too much creates doubt. When you want it so much and you're worried, you start worrying, right? It creates doubt. You talked about this as well. And therefore, I just want to touch on what we call want energy. <clears throat> the want energy is what really attracts something. If you, if you get up and you want to go get the mail, you want to go cook or you want to go to bed, you just do that, right? You don't need to set a goal or make a plan or meditate to prepare to go get the, you know, the mail out of the mailbox. You do it just because you want to. That's true want energy. That's how you, when I was talking about yesterday, reducing the importance and the desire in something that you want, every time your, your desire and your importance is raised, your view of your vision view goes deep and it goes narrow. And so you're not seeing what's going on around you. And so you can literally, um, using these concepts that I just said, using the want energy by reducing the fear or reducing the um, importance and the desire, along with the no against energy that I talked about before, um, you can let go of fear because you know you're in 100% control. So it's Aikido. It's the amygdala. Why is this a good thing? Right? And it's the want energy and uh, no against energy. Boom. And you are flying. I'm telling you. Love it. I hope that wasn't too over the top, but it's something that really, really helped me get out of my funk and is making my world just explode at the moment. So I hope that helped. No, it, it's, it's, it's amazing stuff. Um, you know, for, for real, it's uh, Stephen. It's amazing stuff. Like, I mean, most people have probably never heard of the amygdala, right? I mean, I, I used to want to be a doctor as a kid, and believe it or not, right? I, I knew I was going to be a doctor up until I was about 19 years old, and I had an opportunity uh, to attend Eastern Virginia Medical School under Dr. C.L. Britt. Dr. Britt was the first surgeon the first black surgeon in the country. Google him, Dr. C.L. Britt. Um, I had a chance to work under him to decide if I was gonna go to medical school. And I learned uh, about the brain because I was able to observe a brain surgery uh, and a rectal duct replacement. And guess what, guys? I didn't know that I didn't like blood. I, I literally fell out doing the observation of a brain surgery and realized, oh, I won't be a doctor. Didn't know I didn't like blood. So I learned a lot about the body and the brain and the amygdala, right, is something that we don't hear about, we don't talk about, but it is.
is a a, a real thing. And, and Stephen, what you just said um, in reference to wanting something, you just said a lot. But the, what really stuck out was the worrying part, because many of us worry, right? Um, and we want something so bad, it creates doubt. That's worry. And we worry about something that's not even real. Can you, can everybody think about something you've ever worried about? It never happened. It never came true. That thing you worried about. So what's the point? The point is don't worry. Don't worry, right? Create that positive energy that motivates you to take action. Steven, I love you, man. Uh, who wants to pop in? Tell us your name. Hey, TM, it's Tamara. Hey, Tamara, and then Dora Maria. Go for it, Tamara. Good morning. Okay, Sandra. this has been an amazing segment and so wild because it's, as always, God is good, associated exactly to what I want to share later today uh, and also a book that I've been reading through um, called The Seven Mountain Prophecy. And as you were talking today, it brought me to the mountain of media and the good news, obviously the exact terminology of the gospel, the definition is the good news and the recognition that in platforms like this or no matter where we are, our vocal piece is a platform. And it's our responsibility uh, to utilize that as a position of positive influence. And the, the verse that, that was brought to mind was Philippians 4, 8. It says, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on such things. And I think worry and the conversation around the amygdala, amygdala and the fight or flight conversation that stems from there is the recognition that our human spirit is waiting to hear. That's why we are so desiring to know and yearn for what's next and to try and be in control of that. And if we are listening to the things that are actually a detriment to our human spirit, the condition to move forward is almost impossible. But when we give good news and we meditate on that good news, the ability for us to change nations is literally in the power of our tongue. And so we have to be very cognizant of the boundaries we're creating around our ears and our eyes. What news are we seeing? What news are we listening to? And then what's flowing out of us? And so I'm just with you, brother. This is amazing. Thanks so much for the conversations. So this is Tamara. I'm done now. Thank you for the share. Appreciate you as well. Looking forward to uh, to joining you on your podcast. Yeah. Dora Maria. Awesome. Thank you, Tim. And I just wanted to make three points on this segment. Awesome segment highlighting um, I think fear, sometimes we have people that speak fear into us. Sometimes we're doing a great job, great job, trying not to be fearful. And then we allow other people to bring their storm into our world. So we have to be vigilant of that. So one of the things I recommend, because I have a few hacks that are just practical. Um, I had an email set up where I separated just the things I was involved with, with family. And then I noticed that all the bad news was coming through my emails that were coming from family. So I have the Good News Network. I have a, a various other ones that just are literally good news coming into that email. So then when I look at that email, I am not just looking at bad news or highlights of bad news or anything of the sort. I'm looking at good news so that when I look at that email, I'm not, I'm not like dreading it. Um, so that's one thing you can do or set up an RSS feed if you need to. Um, and you can also follow on Instagram and Twitter some of these good news networks as well so that you can see some of those on your feed. Two is uplift those who uplift you. 
sometimes we are surrounded by awesome people, but they, none of us are perfect. Sometimes people go through bad days. So one of the things I like to do is I like to make sure that I'm uplifting those who uplift me so that I can make sure that that mojo is continuing so that when I'm getting the mojo, I'm getting positive mojo as well. And lastly, start where you are with what you have. So sometimes in the morning, I'm just happy when I wake up with all the body parts that I went to sleep with, right? Two legs, two hands, two eyes, everything is working. Awesome day today. So for me, it's like start where you are with what you have. And that to me is a win in the morning. Um, one of my goals is water. So I have water by my nightstand and I'm like, boom, I made it through one goal today. This is amazing. Making my bed. That's number two. We're going great today. And sometimes it's starting off small. That's going to help you to get through that fear and just to keep your day positive as possible. Learned in this crazy year, not to stay positive so much, but to make it optimistic. <laughs> so with that, I'll relinquish the mic. No, th those are great shares, um, Dora Maria. Thank you so much. Start where you are with what you have. Um, you know, what, what that says to me, and I totally agree, is you have to be uh, grateful and appreciative for the small things, right? I mean, many of us are not appreciative for what we have already right? The, the small things. And so what makes you think that you're going to appreciate or be grateful for anything larger that comes in your life, right? When you aren't being a good steward of the small things, uh, start where you are, starting with what you have. I love that. Don't allow others, don't, don't allow the hot mic there, hot mic, please uh, close your mic. Thank you. Uh, do not allow others to project their fears on you. People will do that unconsciously, my friends. People will be so afraid within their own life, right? So fearful to make moves that they project that on you. You have to reject it. Uh, Sarah called it out earlier, right? Me running in the dark. Like so many people over the years, I've been running in the dark at 5 a.m. like forever. I mean, I've been doing it for years, 5.15. And if I had paid attention to other people being afraid of the dark, these are probably people who needed night lights in their bedroom as children. I never had one. I never needed one. I've never been afraid of the dark, right? So do not allow others to project their fears onto you because you could want to do something great. You talk to the wrong people, and now that great idea has been deflated, not by your own <laughs> decisions, right, but through people projecting things onto you, um, and then uplift others that uplift you, right? I mean, reciprocity is real. Reciprocity is real. What is that? Give, you know, what give, you get back what you give, you know, you, you reap what you sow. That's reciprocity at the end of the day. So Dora Maria, those are great tips. Thank you. Uh, I did see a flash. Uh, Amanda, were you flashing? I saw a flash. Um, who wants to tap in? Tell us your name. Good morning, TM. This is Monica, if you can hear me. Good morning, Monica. I love you. I love your segment. And I wanted to share a little bit about uplifting others. If you um, were to pop over onto my Twitter feed, you would see that I make a concerted effort to uplift people who are working hard. And it doesn't even matter what they've accomplished because the effort, acknowledging someone's effort, I think is just as important as acknowledging their actual success or their results or their hitting a goal. Because sometimes when you acknowledge someone's effort, they may be the only person who perceives that, that they're working and they're slogging toward their goal. And we see this a lot in fitness, a lot in health and fitness, because it's such a process. It's not like you just reach it one day. 
And it makes me feel so happy to be encouraging someone else because I know how good it felt when people encouraged me when I was in the beginning stages of my process. So I just wanted to share that little nuanced piece about the benefit we get from uplifting, uplifting others. We get our own um, sort of sense of happiness from it as well. So thanks for bringing this topic up. This is Monica and I'm finished. Thank you so much, Monica. Love you back and I appreciate just uh, the way you support people across this app. Um, you supported us on Summit and, um, you know, again, reciprocity, my friends, right? You get out what you put in. If you want people to support you, if you want people to uplift you, then you have to give some support. You have to give some uplifting. It's called reciprocity. Tell us your name. Who wants to pop in? Good morning. What's up, TM? This is Core Element. Core. Good morning, everyone. Oh what's up? What's up? Um... Uh, yo, first off, I want to say that summit that you had earlier this week was fire. It was one of those like events that I'm like, I can't believe this is free. Like TM needs to monetize this because this is definitely things that people would pay for. And I ended up sharing the replay with several friends. That's how amazing it was. Like just fire. Oh my goodness. So thank you for that. Thank you for the value that you were given there. Um, and so um, Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And I, I just have to say, I am a product of that. Like recently I've been asking for God to give me a message. What is my, clarify, what is my purpose? What is my message to the world? And he, he brought some messages to me and like two days ago, I like received yesterday, I received like my first sermon. I wrote out like my first full sermon just about how, um, about Zelophad's daughters, the, the five daughters of Zelophad. Um, there was the, the children of Israel were just over, they, Moses had just arrived to Israel and they were divvying up all the property and looking uh, across the land and Moses was um, was handing out the property to only the men and these five daughters of Zelophad were like hey my father has died what has what wh what about us we, we shouldn't not have property because our father's dead we needed his name to continue and Moses didn't know what to do so Moses was like okay I'm gonna go ask the Lord he asked the Lord and the Lord said the Lord said you these the five daughters of Zelophad are definitely right you have to give them property and so it, it it clarifies that it's important for us to speak up it's important for women to speak up because that decision for them to speak up set a precedent for all of humanity that that it because of that decision in our law today women have the right to own and inherit property and so um i'm going to close this up with Proverbs 18:21 which I I learned in my own in my own life that the tongue has the power of life and death and it is important for us to speak life speak life into everyone around us the children the adults even those who are who are still growing you know and so it's great having this room where we are focusing on motivation inspiration and education because this is what we need so um, core element and Houston, we have touchdown. You've touched down, core. Let me tell you something, man. I started to get tears in my eyes as you were talking, brother, because I remember sitting with you 
early in the year, right? So when you talk about knocking and the door being open, man, I just remember the conversations we had, Corey. And to hear the strong man in you right now, man, I'm so happy and encouraged for you. So happy. Who wants to pop in? Sam, it's Linnell Burns. How are you? Good morning. I just wanted to say, when you were talking about the fact of when there's a negative conversation and you said, I think we have analyzed this topic to death, can we move on? That was so powerful to me, um, simply because sometimes we are surrounded with negativity in, in, such a, in such a vast way, and we don't recognize it. We're thinking that it might just be the way people are, or we can't really move away from the conversation because we don't want to be rude. But like Cor just said, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so if the tongue that is speaking, because we all have the spirit of God within us, it tells us that we were made in God's image and our he breathed life into us. So when he breathed life into us, that means that he, always, he also deposited his spirit. And anytime we are saying, I am, we are invoking the, we're invoking the name of God. So if we're hearing someone that's constantly speaking negative, that's constantly pouring poison with their tongue into our ears because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, God being the spirit that is speaking to you right now, we can really get into a position where what they're speaking has casted a spell on our lives. And I love that you spoke on that because we have to be very mindful what we listen to. We have to be mindful of the voices that are taking root in our lives and our minds. And I think it was UTM that said, sometimes a, a person can, can um, basically portray their image of themselves on you. It's absolutely true. Thank you so much for this um, for this segment this morning. Love, love, love what you're doing. And of course, I do want to say there is no doubt in my mind that you were on the way to become a doctor. And I'm so glad that you chose not to. You have a great day, TM. Everyone, have a great day. This is Linnell. I'll go ahead and mute out. Thank you so much, Linnell. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet uh, Linnell in Lexington. Linnell was sitting at a table behind uh, the group I was sitting at, and she was just sitting there, just so calm, so peaceful. And uh, I, I don't even remember, Linnell, exactly how we ended up uh, talking, but had an opportunity to impart. And you came out of Summit, and you hit the ground running, right? And, and you're here on stage. So uh, congratulations to you, right, for leaning in, becoming a part, be actively becoming a part of the BWC community um, because I'm excited to see what 2022 brings you as well. So I uh, thank you for that share. Who wants to pop and tell us your name? Good morning. This is Hi, Mary Lynn. Lynn. Go ahead, okay. Mary Lynn. Go ahead, somebody else. Um, well, I have a question for you, TM. Maybe you can give me a little guidance on this because I like to share good news. So here's an example. I had a torn calf muscle. I was limping. It was kind of depressing for me, but I didn't really want to share that. 
now that I'm gone through physical therapy, I'm turning the corner, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to share that good news. So how can you share life without like it being negative, but yet you've overcome something? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to share, oh, I'm limping, oh, I'm in pain. But now that I've turned a corner, I'm like, oh, I went through this thing and, and now I'm doing great. So how do you share without it being negative, but yet talking about your story? You're talking about the result, right? Right. I mean, you, you, you want to share the result. You want to share, you know, the, the, the finish line, right? I mean, people don't even necessarily need the details of the start. Let's share the finish. The finish is really right what we want to celebrate. So you know, talk about the fact that you're no longer limping. You know, I, I used to limp, but I'm not limping now, right? Um, I, I used to be in pain, but I'm no longer in pain, right? You want to talk about the goodness of God, right? Because He's all He's all in the midst of the goodness, right? But talk about the result, the finish line, not necessarily the story, the, the journey, right? Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I just you. I think you're in the matrix. I think you're in the matrix. I didn't want to share the negative part, but now that I'm, I've come around the corner, I want to share it. So I just want to make sure I wasn't like trauma dumping or something. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Would anyone else say something different? You know, I think, I think our journey is important. I think our story is important. But, but what we, I think, spend a little bit too much time on are the details within the story and not the finish line. See, the, the point of a story is the finish line, right? <laughs> In my opinion, anyway. Like, I want to know how to end it, right? And, and a lot of times we like the drama, you know, the power of the pause and, you know, get people to lean in, the suspense, like it's a movie. It's not a movie. It's your story, right? Tell them how it ended. That, that's really the point. Um, and hopefully that helps, Marianne. Who else wants to Good morning, TM. 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 Good morning, TM. Good morning. It's Dr. Janicia. Good morning. Yes, I, I wanted to, to speak to what she was saying, you know, just like you said, I think that you can just put a spin on anything and make it positive. So the end result for her is positive. And just say, hey, man, I want to share this with you, how God blessed me to be on the other side of this thing. I was limping and now look at me, look how blessed I am. And so I think that if you put that positive spin on it, you can have a positive message, even though it started out negative. I'm Dr. Jamisi. I'm done speaking. Hey, TM. Yes, it's Michael Guthrie here. Let me just uh, push back on you a little bit with a kind of a different perspective. And I think you're absolutely right that we always need to be, uh, you know, I think, you know, Coach Isaac would probably say that you always got to focus three feet past the finish line, right? So you run straight through the tape. But I also think that um, we have to be careful in not sharing our adversity or our burden because we can allow the evil one to uh, put us in the corner with our nose flat at the corner and uh, think that we're the only one dealing with something. And, and so we end up in the darkness where he wants us to be. And I have found that when, when people share something with me, that what they're going through and I can say, whoa, is that all you got? Hey, let me tell you about this or that. What ends up happening is the light gets shined into that darkness and it pulls somebody out of a dark place. Now, I'm not saying Mary Little Lynn was like this, but tearing that calf muscle, she could have been discouraged and just said, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the only one who has this, blah, blah, blah. But by sharing it with somebody and saying, hey, let me put your arm around me. Let me, let me walk you, you know, let me get you, you know, that kind of thing. You know, there was that 
video just recently of the cross country kid, the high school kid, he's running cross country and somebody falls down and he literally stops and goes back and picks him up and carries him across the finish line, even though it impacted his place in the finish. So I think you're absolutely right. We've got to be looking at the finish and be telling what the good news, what God does. But I also think that we got to be shining the light and we got to be sharing our burden so that other people can allow the light to come in and pull us toward the, the, the finish line. No, Michael, thank, thank you for that. And I, t I totally agree with everything that you just said. I didn't feel a sense any pushback at all. I, I totally agree. We have to be careful, right? I mean, we have to be careful with, with anything that we allow in our ear gate, right? Because when we hear it, it goes to ultimately our heart. And then from our heart, it goes to our brain. Then we make a decision, right? And now we're in a situation. And so you have to protect any uh, thing that's going in your ear gate. Um, I totally agree. We are down to the last three minutes, and I know that there are many who still want to uh, weigh in. And so, uh, Dakota, did I see you flashing? I don't know if I missed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, you, you totally did. And, and I just love the fact, I think, what I've learned, especially in this room, um, the, the fact of sharing your stories after you've become victorious makes a huge difference because I feel that whether you're a victim or you're a victor, you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, victims are like, oh, my God, it's going to be a horrible day. Victors are like, you know what? Thank God I didn't break my ankle. And that's why sharing these stories with people that are in the situation, it gives them courage and, you know, give them the ability to realize that it's going to be okay. Sometimes we're speaking to people and it's exactly what we need to hear. We need to hear that somebody survived because we don't know what's going to happen in our life when we're going through it. So I love the fact that we're sharing these victories. And I don't think that, that like, focusing on the negative is necessarily a bad thing when we show that there's a positive outcome that's available. And that's what I've always loved about this room. It's like a gym, you know, we just keep honing that muscle in our head. We're all victors, we're not victims. We, we are victors, not victims, absolutely. Love that. Uh, who else would like to chime in? I know Dora Maria also wanted to double back. Uh, Dora Maria, you wanted to, to share? Dakota just highlighted that I, the journey is important. Um, when we're sharing some of the trials and tribulations we've gone through, it's important to talk about that journey because it will speak life into someone else. So with that, I'll really push the mic to someone else to share. Thank you so much. And we may have uh, enough or maybe one or two more. Tell us your name. Pop in. Hey, TM. Hey, this, hey, is, this is Patricia. Um, you know, Brene Brown says to speak from a scar and not a wound. And so... To what Michael was saying, I think there's an audience for the based on what stage you're in. So when you're hurting, there's a particular audience or people that you reach out to that can help you on that journey. And then once your journey is kind of complete and it's more of a scar, that's where you can offer that perspective where your story and your journey can begin to benefit other people. And you can help them as they're kind of in that wound phase themselves. So this is Patricia. I love this conversation today and I'll pass the mic. All right. Thank you so much, Patricia. I think we have a time for one more as long as it's less than 60 seconds. Who wants to pop in to, to round it out? All right. It's going to be much longer. All right. Well, again, I just want to thank everyone for taking part in this conversation about focusing on good news. Uh, again, you know, help yourself stay positive um, by countering, um, you know, bad news with good news. Uh, I shared the Huffington uh, Post 
slash good site as well as the goodnewsnetwork.org. And so again, change the conversation, stay positive, and I say God bless and just breathe. I am TM Hyman passing the mic. This was a dynamic conversation. Thanks, Glenn uh, and Sarah for this space. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.